This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 837, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, December the 16th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 837. It's Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, December the 16th. And for once, I'm actually recording this before comics come out on the 23rd, so I'm very excited about this. Uh, First, looking at some of the books that did come out this week that I will not be talking about include Aquaman, Batman, Black Cat, which I'm actually bummed I didn't have a chance to read yet as it's coming back for the King of Blood. Was the King and Black storyline. You have a new issue of Captain America, Catwoman. Uh, there's Challenge of the Super Sons. There's uh, Death Metal. Uh, we've got Deadpool, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Justice League, Magnificent Miss Marvel, New Mutants, Nightwing, Rorschach, uh, Savage Avengers, Star Wars, Darth Vader, Superman, Symbiote Spider-Man, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Taskmaster, Teen Titans, Bat- The Batman's Grave, Wolverine, Red, Black, and Blue, uh, Red, Black, and Red, or Red, Black, and Blood, or Black, White, and Blood, and X-Force. So I read three books. Actually, I actually did read Symbiote Spider-Man, so I will be talking about that one. Uh, but I also uh, read uh, two other books, which, uh, incidentally, are just happen to be two different books starring the Hulk. So I'll jump right into those. Um, so we have, let's see here. Uh, first up, I'm going to talk about Immortal Hulk. Uh, this is number four, uh, 41. Remains just such an incredible book. Uh, so much fun. Sorry, fun is probably the wrong word, but it's very enjoyable. Uh, it's The Man Downstairs by Al Ewing and Joe Bennett. Um, but so much of this issue is focused on the you know um, kind of picking up from the uh, cliffhanger of last issue, and you're having the thing. Uh, so you have the thing and the Hulk having a fight. But uh, you know this is not quite the maybe the the top. Uh, the best version of the Hulk in terms of his top physical form and the thing just kind of messing with him and, and fighting him and beating him up and you have you know the Hulk crying and then you have uh, Joe Fixit being like what are you doing um, and then they have uh, kind of an interesting uh, back and forth in terms of uh, you know Joe Fixit telling things to uh, to Ben and kind of making them realize that what happened wasn't really Bruce's fault and they kind of give him a pass so that they can kind of figure things out um, it's really interesting there is obviously some exposition but it's just really interesting to watch the characterization of Joe Fixit um, and also to see how the thing is portrayed here uh, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm just the, the book is fantastic. I mean, Immortal Hulk has just been such this this critical darling for a reason. It's creepy. It's but it's wonderful. Um, and actually, there's there's two books uh, with Immortal Hulk. Uh, we also have uh, King on Black, Immortal Hulk number one, also by Al Ewing, which uh, keeps some consistency with Aaron Cooter on art. So it's a very different artistic uh, bent to it, uh, especially compared to Joe Bennett. Um, but it's really interesting, and like I'm not really, I haven't really read much of King of Black yet. I don't really know what's going on here, but I like that we have this story that's, you know, very uh, a quiet story. Uh, so I guess it's less written by Ewing and more kind of, pl- in, you know, probably intensely plotted. Um, but I really like how it's, and I, there's a great uh, shout out here to uh, to Bill Mantlo as the, the the kind of the toy story that the Hulk finds called Mantlo's. Um, Cooter's artwork is extremely expressive. Um, you got real childlike joy here in terms of the Hulk, um, and it's just this this silent adventure uh, set you know in Christmas time versus the King and Black's kind of minions. And uh, again, this being a, a weird version of the Hulk anyway in terms of you know he's struggling with certain elements of his physicality, but this is like a very childlike Hulk. Uh, and then Joe Fix it against uh, you know these 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 you know cops that end up getting messed up with uh, the King and Black's kind of um, I guess I don't know. Minions, I don't even know the best word for it, but uh, it's really interesting, 
And I, I saw it online, someone described it as Home Alone, and I can kind of see that. Um, but I, I found this incredibly enjoyable and interesting. Uh, I liked how Joe Fixit was able to be the one who kind of took them out without having to use the, you know, the Hulk to do it. And then uh, as he's leaving, he kind of looks at the directory and he goes to the toy section, and then you just have the Hulk playing. And that, that part's super, super tender and very sweet. And uh, last but not least, uh, I'm going to talk about Symbiote Spider-Man King of Black number two, uh, which you know, is another King of Black tie-in, but you know, he's set in the world of the timeline, I should say, of the Symbiote Spider-Man as Peter David. This is what his third book uh, with Greg Land. Um, and if you like Greg Land, you'll like this, and if you don't like Greg Land, you won't like it. I mean, in terms of art, uh, the art, uh, it's everything you expect to get from Greg Land. A lot of reused uh, elements. Uh, there's a shot of Buddy Brand here. I'm like, oh my god, like so cheesecake you know the hand up with the, with the mouth open like if you've seen any Greg Land art I feel like you already know what this looks like um, otherwise like it's you know it's enjoyable it's it's a lot of um, you know Peter having to fight against uh, a possessed Ned Leeds there's also some surprising stuff with uh, the Black Knight which I really enjoyed uh, the ending I can't remember the last issue because I feel like we saw pieces of this in the last issue but we have Kang and an old version of the Rocket Raccoon here which is pretty weird and wonderful too uh, I'm enjoying this you know and I, again the artwork is kind of you get what you expect with Greg Land but uh, it's not bad it's just Greg Land doing what Greg Land does uh, as long as you're kind of okay with that going in there's nothing wrong with it um, and it feels like Peter David's having a fun time just kind of being in kind of his own universe, so to speak. You know, he's he, like he's taking part in things without really taking part in them because he's set in his own kind of continuity. So it's, it's interesting to see how he's been able to kind of, uh, to you know, do what he wants to do and not have to be <laughs> too involved in other people's garbage. It's not that King of Black is garbage at all. I'm just the idea that, you know, there's a lot of crossovers that happen and he's kind of, you know, in still connected and still having to kind of do things, but... At the same time, still being able to kind of do his own thing. And uh, I'm interested to see what he continues to do with these symbiote Spider-Man books and if they're going to continue having them. And also, I've, I would love to know what the conversations are like between him and Editorial about even kind of creating this kind of weird line of books, so to speak. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's the, that's all for uh, that I read this week. Uh, next week, or really tomorrow, the 23rd of December, some of the highlights include Sonic the Hedgehog, Bad Guys, number 404. Uh, you got from uh, from Image, you have New Issues of the Undiscovered Country and Spawn. Uh, over at Marvel, you have Amazing Spider-Man 54.LR. Uh, you also have the Avengers West Coast Epic Collection, Trade Paperback, Vision Quest. Um, I have the non-Epic Collection version of it, so it definitely makes me wonder if I should replace it. You got the Hawkeye Freefall Tree Paperback, which is a great book. Yeah, King and Black number two, King Size Conan number one. I'm excited to read this. It's a $7 book, but it should be exciting. The fifth issue of the current Maestro book, although there's going to be more, as again, Peter David has his own kind of niche to do his own kind of style of stories now. You got Marvel Cosmic Universe by Kate, Donnie Cates, Omnibus, Volume 1. Uh, you got the Marvelverse uh, graphic novel, Wanda and Vision. I'm not even sure what that is. Uh, New Mutants Omnibus, hardcover volume one with the Sinkovich cover. You got the Ravencroft trade paperback. You got Spider Woman number seven, which is part of uh, King and Black. You got Star Wars Bounty Hunters, and you got U.S. Agent number two. Uh, so some definitely some good stuff the week of Christmas. Uh, and that is our episode for today. Thank you for listening to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. Uh, have a happy holiday, um, no matter what you're celebrating. Um, and we will have new episodes soon. Anyways, thanks for listening. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>